thank you guys for being here, and uh, thank you missionaries for being here, Brother Andrew Aaron, I met him um, probably 18, 20 years ago, somewhere around in there, I'm not exactly for sure, uh, first time uh, we, we had him in our church uh, when Miss Stacy and I hadn't even got married yet, and they were raising money to go to the field. It's a blessing to see his faithfulness and staying stick-to-itiveness and staying where uh, he is. Um, are you taking the kids back? All right, sixth grade and down can be dismissed, guys, if you guys want to go to class. If you have your Bible, take it to Romans chapter number 10. Romans chapter number 10. We are going through the book, through the book of Romans on Sunday morning, but we're going to jump ahead and just give you a thought uh, concerning missionaries. I, I go off of this thing. Uh, why, why a missionary? Why a missionary? Why, what is the purpose in missionary? What is the purpose in, in doing and having an involvement with missionaries? What is, there's got to be a purpose to it. There's a, there's a reason for it. There's a reason why we have to have missionaries and missions and, and that type of thing that as we look here this morning, and, and uh, I believe that uh, missionaries have a, they hold a special place in my heart because of what they do and sacrifice to be there. And I know that they probably would tell you that they, it's not a sacrifice to be where they're at, but one day the Lord called them and they sold everything they had and uh, moved to a foreign country. They didn't take anything with them, or if they did, they took very little, uh, what they could fit Sometimes missionaries take a container or a barrel or uh, different things like that, but ultimately they leave all behind to go live in a foreign country to preach the gospel to people who really probably uh, may not even want them there. And uh, developing, a, 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 especially in a foreign country like Ghana, West Africa, and uh, had been over there just a couple of times before they even went over there. What would cause somebody to go sell everything they have and go to a foreign country, a place where they can't even hardly speak the native language. And uh, as you look at this and you examine what takes place in today, we have missionaries and what he does. And uh, what we do is we support a missionary, not at the full amount uh, that they need to go to the field, uh, because what would take for him to go to the field would be Anywhere missionaries need about $3,000 to about $6,500 to live in a foreign country. And one church can't take care of all of that. And so they go around to church after church after church. Some of them have hundreds supporting churches that give them a monthly, a monthly support. And uh, this is what he's doing. He's back on furlough. And he's going, around to, he's going around to all the churches that support him and reporting about what has taken place over the past four, four and a half years that he's been over there. And why, why is it so important that we have missionaries? Why? And uh, because, look, for instance, just as we look at this, I am reached because of somebody who preached the gospel. And yes, I am in America, but there was a time and a place when America needed missionaries. And there were families that got on a boat and came across the ocean 
to come to this country to preach the gospel so that we could have the gospel. I am born and raised an American. I do not know the history of my family as far as going back how long ago it was when they came over to America, but it was because of a missionary at some point who preached the gospel in this country to give us what we have today. Someone who sacrificed all to be where they're at. And I want to grab, grab a hold of this text in Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 1. If you will, let's stand just out of respect to reading of God's word. If you can, stand. Romans 10, Paul is and was a missionary at this time and preaching the gospel, going to church after church and planting churches and going back through and encouraging those churches that he had planted. And verse number 1, the Bible says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Now, understand what's going on here. Paul was a missionary mainly to the Gentile people. But God has burdened his heart that Israel would be saved. The place in which he lived, the place in which he, he, uh, his, his beginning started in he wanted Israel to be saved. He wanted Israel to be saved, and there was a burning desire for that to take place. But look, if you will, jump down to verse number uh, 12. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Verse 13, very familiar verse. You may even be able to quote it. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, I understand Paul in verse number 1. He said, I want Israel to be saved. But then he continues on in verse number 12. He says, I want you to know that I want Israel to be saved, but I'm going to tell you this, whether they're Jew or whether they're Greek or whether they belong to any certain creed, whether they're whatever race they are, if whoever calls on God is going to be saved. And Paul says, I want everybody to know this, that whoever calls on God will be saved. Look at this verse in verse 13. He says, shall be. Not a might be, not a hope so, not a maybe. It's a shall be saved. Guaranteed, you call upon the Lord, you shall be saved. And I'm thankful that it's a whosoever because that's me. But then Paul goes on to say in verse number 14, he says this, how then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So Paul says it doesn't matter who you are. They need to call on the Lord. And everybody that calls on God shall be saved. And then he says in these verses, how can they call on somebody in whom they've not even heard about? May it be to us, and this is the thrust of the message, uh, the missionary. Why a missionary? Why? Why? Because how can they hear unless they've been heard, unless they've heard? God, I thank you for today. 
I thank you for allowing us to be here together this morning. I pray that you'll bless the rest of the service. I pray that you'll give me the words to say and the ability to say it. Lord, please give me clarity of mind this morning. And we love you in the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank you. You may be seated. Missionary is a gospel preacher. Uh, but again, as I said, uh, he can't go because uh, unless he's financially supported. They can't go to another country. It's not like America. You can't go over there and get a job in a foreign country and they pay you to be over there. Uh, they have to be funded uh, to go over there. And what, uh, what us as Americans we do is we raise money and we send money to missionaries so that they can live in a foreign country and, not, and they, they're not drawing a salary from that foreign country because they cannot get a job. So as we look at this, why a missionary? Number one is, first of all, it is a command of God for us to have missionaries. Or why a missionary? Why missionaries? It's because it's a command. And you say, where do you see that in this verse? Look in this. In verse number 13, he says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then he says, well, well, wait a minute. Well, how in the world can they call on somebody in whom they've not even believed in? And so he, he, here, here he is, he's understanding what salvation is. Romans 10, 9, and 10 tells us that if you confess with your mouth, and then he goes on, if you believe in your heart, and then he says, if you'll call on God, you shall be saved. But then he says, well, how in the world can they call on somebody in whom they've not even believed? And you say, what does that have to do with me? The reason we have missionaries and the reason why we have mission and we do missions and we, and we support missionaries is because how in the world can they hear in a foreign country if they've never even believed on him? How? They can't. It is impossible for them to believe on somebody they've never even heard of. And Brother Andrew said this morning in Sunday school that almost every church over there in, in, in uh, Kumsai, what, I, I said it wrong, but over there in that country, almost every church preaches a works-based salvation. Do you know what? Do you know what they cannot do? They cannot call on somebody in whom they've not believed. And so they cannot believe in Jesus Christ for the answer of salvation if they go to churches that water down the doctrine of salvation and how true it is that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But if, you can't, if you've never heard it, you can't believe it. Why is, why is a missionary so important? Because it's a command. You say, how is that a command? You tell me. Here's, here's to all the people, look. Romans chapter 1. Turn over there to Romans chapter 1. If you will. If I can get there. Verse number 20. What does he say here? Verse number 19, verse number 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. 
Watch this now in verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even by even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. What does that mean? That means the person who lives in the deepest, darkest part of the world, they are without excuse. And if they do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they will go to hell. And why is it so important that we have missionaries and, and we support missionaries? Why is it? Because if they don't hear in the deepest part of the jungle, they'll go to hell. Go to hell. Look, if you was to ask Brother Aaron, if he goes up into the jungle, it goes up into a village in which they've never seen a white man, do you know what they're doing? They're worshiping a God because they understand and they know that there is a greater thing that took place. There is a creator. There is something that took place because they believe in a God. But how can they hear or how can they believe in something they've never even heard? Going to a place, why is it so important? You say, you know, well, well, if someone lives in the deepest, darkest part of Africa, well, it's not fair that God would send them to hell. It's not fair that, that God would destine them to hell. Look, if it was that way, we would, we would shut up the gospel, lock the, lock the Bible in a, in a cage, and never let it out so that everybody that could never heard would get to go to heaven. But that's not true. Because the people that do not hear, whether they believe it or whether they don't believe it, if they do not believe in Jesus Christ, they will go to hell. No doubt about it. Because there is one time, one person in their family at some point they heard the gospel the way that it was written and they rejected Jesus Christ it is important that we understand that this Bible this this command was given to us so that we could propagate the gospel to the whole world in Mark chapter number 16 and verse Mark chapter 16 and verse number 15 the Bible says he says, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And so someone who does not believe in Jesus Christ will go to hell. So I'm here to tell you this. Why? Why, missionaries? Why? Because it's a command of God that we have missionaries. But ultimately, he's a missionary to Ghana, West Africa, and you, you live in Nederland, and you're supposed to be a missionary to Nederland. Or if you live in Port Natchez, or you live in Groves, or if you live in Port Arthur, wherever you live, wherever you live, you and I are missionaries to that place. How can they hear without a preacher? Not that long ago, we had a teenage, young, teenage girl who came to this church. I had an opportunity to lead her to the Lord. She was riding on the van one day home, and she looked at my daughter, and she said, Hey, Alyssa, what did you learn in Sunday school today? And Alyssa began to tell her that she learned about, learned about Jonah and the well and began to tell her how Jonah was swallowed by the well. And that teenage girl looked at her, 14 years old, 14 years old, and looked at her and said, You're crazy. You're lying to me. 
She had never heard the story of Jonah and the well. As important as it is that we support missions and we have missionaries, you and me need to preach the gospel right here where we're at. There's people in this community that have no idea who Jesus Christ is and how in the world can they believe? How in the world can they call on somebody they've never believed in? They can't. They can't. They cannot call on someone in whom they've not believed. Why should I tell? Why should I tell? Why, why missionaries? Why? Why? Because it's a command. It's a command. Jesus told us to go preach the gospel. Why? Well, I ask you this, number two. Here's, here's number two. Why, why missionaries? Because it's a command. Number two is how can they believe? How can they believe? Who told you? Who told you the gospel? More than likely, a lot of you were reached by not necessarily a preacher. Some of you were reached by a Sunday school teacher or a layman in the church. Now, some of you were reached by a preacher, but some of you were reached by just people that come to church. But who is not hearing because you won't tell? Verse number 14, he says, How can they call on him in whom they've not believed? Watch this. And how should they believe in whom they've not heard? There are people who live in this community who've never heard that Jesus Christ is the answer for salvation. They may go to a church and they may be involved with something, but ultimately they've never heard that Jesus Christ is the answer for salvation. And how are they going to hear without somebody telling them? And so what we think is good is we put money in a plate and it goes to missions and supports a missionary across the world, we think we've done our good job. When ultimately, we need to reach our neighbor. We need to support missionaries, and we do. It's important. But if all we do is support missionaries and never reach anybody here, what do we do? We're fooling ourselves thinking that we're doing the right thing. Because how in the world can this community hear if they've never been told? And how in the world can they believe in someone they've never even heard about? How can they believe? Because there was a time. Look, do you know who led me to the Lord? My mama. My mama opened the Bible, and she said, here, let me show you what it means to be saved. Because she was okay with telling somebody about Jesus Christ. How can they believe on somebody? How did you believe? Everybody in this room, you've been reached a different way. There's not, there's not one person in this room that has the exact same story as you. And it's important that you say, okay, God's reached me, so I need to reach somebody else. And who is it that I need to reach? But I want you to think about this, too. What happens? 
if Brother Aaron doesn't answer the call to go to Gaza? Then everybody that he was supposed to reach don't get reached. You say, why are you talking about him? Well, let me talk about you. Me. What happens if I don't go and tell like God has told me to? Then who am I damning to hell? I ain't going to tell. No way. No way. This is embarrassing. I would never talk about that. Why? 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 Because it's commanded. It's been commanded of us. Why? Because how can they believe? How can they believe? Number three, and I'm done, is because others depend on us. Why would we do missionaries? Why would we have missionaries? Is because others depend on us. Look in verse number 15. Or the end of 14 on to 15. He says, and how shall they hear without a what? A preacher. Now that's not necessarily talking about the pastor. It's talking about you. Because you're a preacher. You say, I'm a preacher. I didn't think women were supposed to be preachers. You're a preacher of the gospel. But look at this in verse number 15. But how shall they preach except they be sent? Now that's talking about being sent out of a local New Testament church. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and what? And bring what? Glad tidings of good things. Now my feet are not pretty, okay? And nobody wants to see my feet. Well, the Bible says your feet are beautiful if you carry the gospel. Yes, it is important to have missionaries. But I'm a missionary. And I need to make sure that I bring the gospel to every single person because others depend on us. Where would you be without the preacher, without the Sunday school teacher, without, the, without your mama, without somebody saying, hey, would you believe? Look, my wife, when she was 12 years old, Somebody came by and knocked on her door and asked her to ride a church bus to church. That Sunday, she got up and rode the church bus to church. And after time of her going to church and being involved on the, and hey, her mama didn't come to church. Her mama didn't bring her to church. Her only ride was the church bus. Because someone said, and asked her about the Lord. Who is it? that is depending on you to give them the gospel. Why should I? Why? 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 Me? No way. Yes, you. Others depend on us. I'm glad. I remember I was sitting in church when the preacher had preached. And it was a guest speaker. And he preached on the halls of hell. And he began to talk about all, he began to introduce people that were in hell. And they began to tell their story. And I sat on the seat, I believe maybe I was sitting on the first pew or second pew, I can't remember exactly, but I was sitting right here. 
The preacher preached, and I knew when he was preaching I was lost, and there was no way I could get to heaven. No. I was a preacher's kid. My daddy was a preacher. And look, I had even made a profession of faith before that. I had even, even been baptized before that. And I said, I can't do that. I can't do that. They, they all think I'm saved. I can't go forward. I can't tell nobody. I, I can't make a decision like that. And you know what? I let myself talk myself out of it. I, I sat there and I listened to that sermon. I, I said, I ain't doing it. I ain't moving. Altar call came. Preacher gave the, the invitation. I sat in my seat and I wouldn't move. I wouldn't even move. I No, uh-uh, no. I ignored the Holy Spirit of God. That night, I went home, and I laid in my bed, trying to go to sleep. I couldn't sleep. The Holy Spirit began to work on me and, and began to say, hey, man, if you don't get saved, you're going to go to hell. You're lost. You're lost. You're lost. I couldn't handle it no more. I got up out of my bed, and I said, i got to get this saved. I went to my mama's room, and I said, look, I've got to, I am lost. I, I am not going to heaven. i got I got to get saved. And I knelt right there beside my mama's bed. I trusted Christ as my personal Savior. But it was all because a preacher, a guest preacher, a guy who I only heard preach maybe once or twice in my life, preached a sermon about hell. And God worked on it. And I got saved. I don't know what your story is, but it's different than mine. And there's somebody out there that has a similar story like you, and they need you to tell them your story. What's your story? Who do you need to tell? Who's depending on you to tell? You have kids? You have grandkids? You have family? You have cousins? You have aunts? You have uncles? But those people are depending on you to tell them your life. You may be the only Bible some people may ever read. I hope they don't get the condensed version. I hope they get the rest of it. God, I thank you.